The following podcast episode is recommended for a mature audience. It may contain coarse language and the topics discussed might be inappropriate for people under 15 years of age. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to another episode of X vs Y. Denise Chan is back with us for another episode, talking with Matt and myself about Shang Chi. I think I think I also watched Kung Fu Hustle a long time ago, mm. which is also another one of Stephen Chow's movies. Yes, and I like that humor as well, even though I think it's kind of like the same humor. But mm. I just think Shaolin monks playing soccer is just too ridiculous. <laughs> That, that it was a limit of, for everybody. It was challenging my like understanding of reality, I guess. Like, Your suspension of disbelief. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Helena? How, how many wives? Uh, I think maybe seven. Seven wives out of ten. Yeah, I think I think I'd say seven as well. Like it was entertaining, but I don't know if I'd watch it seventy times. that's fair that's fair (laughs) i don't know if i'd watch anything 70 times maybe (laughs) harry potter (laughs) or star wars (laughs) nice nice all right um so getting on to the next um oh oh, yeah i just wanted to say like (laughs) so if you so for the listeners if you want to watch charlie soccer it is available on dvd and streaming on foxtel go which is an australian streaming service you can also uh, get it on um, Amazon Prime. So it's not an, oh, really? it's not on Amazon Prime, but you can like rent or buy it through like the Amazon Prime thing. So it's not like free if you have Amazon Prime, but you can buy or rent it on through Amazon. I think it's on YouTube as well to yeah. rent or buy. Um, but yeah, so um, I recently watched Shang-Chi. Um, I know Andy is going to be listening to this, so... <laughs> Um, I'm sorry it took me so long to watch it. Um, it and only I, just I arrived just on Disney+. It, Plus. Um, <laughs> I actually just watched it yesterday. So, it was really, um, so fresh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so fresh. And w- why do we like Simu, um, Helena? What do we know him from? Kim's Convenience. Oh, such a good show. Such a good show. <laughs> Have you seen Kim's Convenience? Oh, definitely. I'm still working my way through season four, but it's it's so good. How did it get cancelled? Oh my god! Yeah, like it's a shame. they even even the actors like offered to be in the writing room, like and do actors producers as well. I I I'm still mad that. Oh wait, no, I don't know if it's. Have you seen where Janet goes to on holiday yet? Not yet. Okay, no. I won't oh, yeah. talk anymore. Yet. Okay, <laughs> we'll do a part two. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we um, finally watched Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Um, but you have some exciting inside scoop. So um, would give you- Give us the goss. Yeah, give us the goss, but please don't violate any NDAs. <laughs> <laughs> definitely i'm like ah oh. doing the maths in my head um <laughs> the calculations um yeah cue, so- cue, cue like graphic of like um what is it alan in the hangover 
that's it. That's it. Exactly that. I'm violating NDA. Um, <laughs> yeah, gosh. I so working on Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Oh my god. Um, I was very fortunate to work on it as a stand-in and picture double for mm-hmm. Michelle Yeoh's character. Oh, oh. Uh, Nan something. So she played yeah, um Jiang Nan. Yes, Jiang Nan. That's right. Um, uh, and when was that feel- Michelle Yeoh. Was that filmed in Australia, wasn't it? Yes, it was. It was filmed in Sydney, out west somewhere. <laughs> I got in a massive argument with a filmmaker friend of mine who lives in America because she was sending me all these articles about it being filmed in San Francisco, mm, um, which yeah. I found out from our resident MCU expert Andy Tai, who said it was also yeah it was also filmed in um, Australia as well. So I had the backup of my MCU friend to attack my other friend. <laughs> And now we have Denise, who was an official stand-in. And yeah. uh, what, what was your what was your role again, Denise? Picture stand-in. double. And um, so what, double. So I what had does to that ask mean? what that meant. You as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So a, a stand-in is, is someone who essentially, um, I guess, watches what the actors do in their rehearsal, where they move, where they stand. And so then, when the actors go off um, to get final makeup touches or just for a break. Uh, the stand-ins go in to then do exactly what they did uh, movement-wise so that then camera and lighting can work out their setup. And then uh, picture double, on the other hand, is kind of like a body double. Um, so that's where, you know, for faraway drone shots or shots where Michelle had already wrapped, then that's when I would get dressed up in the costume and makeup and stuff and they would shoot from the back and things like that. So, so it's good that, that it's cool. like far away shot because there's like 40 years difference there i think like <laughs> <laughs> oh, no no you'd be surprised she looks very young in person she looks amazing as she does in person on screen <laughs> did you guys like did, did you, you actually get to, get did you to get to me sort of i mean like on a set you know it's it's what was amazing for me as an emerging actor was to just be on a production to that scale and to really realize and learn that you know this is a workplace um and I think just seeing how busy everyone was and just knowing as an actor how you need you should be giving actors space because <laughs> they need to get in the zone or be focused mm. in their prep, whatever they need to do. It was very much, you know, just common pleasantries. So if, if we'd swap places or whatever, um, after I'd stood in, we'd just be like, hi, thanks, bye, good morning. <laughs> so just little pleasantries like that. I think, I think this, the thing I've learned about doing, a, like I've been on a few productions now, is that like, you would you you can't be in the fan mindset you have Mm, to be in the work mindset and even though you're desperate to go get a selfie with them and chat with them and talk about like all their experiences like you have to also think like they're working um but you're also working too so you don't Mm want to get like the like you don't want to get sort of like this i don't know um like tag following you that you're the guy who just goes and gets selfies and then doesn't do anything else like mm-hmm. and you have to think about your upcoming career as well you know um right. but I think like I also think like if there's an opportunity to it should be fine like if it's like you're wrapped at the end of the day you catch them walking out hey do you mind but you're not going to like walk up and um sorry I know you're fighting Tony Long in this scene um <laughs> do you mind if I get a photo of me just running in the like a selfie of me just being like, guess what? Guess who's fighting in the back right here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, he just landed a mad uppercut. Like, how good was that? <laughs> like, like you're you're the like you're the bearded guy on the bus. On the bus, yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> Get you. <laughs> like you're you're streaming. Like I could play phone? that fan in a heartbeat. <laughs> I could play that guy so easily. <laughs> we all could. We can all relate. <laughs> that's the, that's the oh, fun man. part. Um, so, yeah. so how does that? How did that? How did the opportunity come about? Right. So luckily for me, well, I mean, I guess the opportunity to work on a film set in general, it, it helps to be signed to an agency, whether that's an extras agency or an acting one. So I think a lot of the um, different extras agencies in Sydney were hired to, you know, cast these extras to work on Shang-Chi. Uh, whereas for me, I think my agent, she happened to just kind of send through measurements being like, oh, you know, hey guys, this team is looking for people with these measurements, this height, et cetera. Um, you know, let me know if you're interested, but I had no idea what it was. <laughs> it was just a random, I'm like, yeah, okay, here are my measurements. Here's my headshot, sent it off. And before I knew it, I just got a reply like, hey, yeah, they, they want you. So here, go to this place this time. Wow. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. And I had no idea. But of course, you know, um, I had been hearing rumors that Shang-Chi was filming here. So I was like, oh my God, oh my God. But funnily enough, even when I got there onto the actual set, eventually, I still didn't know who I was standing in for because <laughs> it was so like secret. Secretive. Yeah, so secret. So that was. Did, oh, that was really so did you funny. like, what was your reaction when you found out it was Michelle Yeoh? Gosh, well, I, I felt like, you know, knowing that I had to keep my cool <laughs> in this <laughs> professional workplace. I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, let's let's keep the, uh, you know, fanfare or the or the freaking out like till after production wraps mm. <laughs> so it's very much like oh my goodness did you, get to read the, did you get to read the screenplay before right so as as stand-ins we actually like I think at the start of every day we did happen to get a copy of the sides for the scene that they were shooting so we didn't get the whole screenplay but just a few like pages do they so take we- it back at the end or Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, oh, that stuff damn. is so confidential. Damn, so that would have been so cool to keep. You'd be so axed if you if you took that offset. <laughs> the, the, worst thing, the worst thing, though, is, like, if you're a prominent actor, you can just take it. But, because <laughs> like, I heard Chris Hemsworth took the Thor hammer or something, and then... Yeah. It, so but weird. it's, like, even when you're a big actor, you can actually get in trouble. I think he got, like, asked mm. to bring it back, and he was like, wow. no, or something, and they, like, came to his house and were like arguing Jeez. with Elsa Pataki about it <laughs> it's like oh my god I think if you're like the the main guy of the movie you can take one of the hammers home like come on no some what am I going to bring what am I going to wear it like Halloween god <laughs> gonna buy it from a third-party reseller Jeez. <laughs> you just randomly see Thor's hammer on eBay <laughs> so um were you like just in the Talo scenes or like do you did you appear anywhere else or Right. Yes. So I think the time that I was um, hired, it was just for Michelle's scene. So she was mm-hmm. purely just in the Talo village. Yeah. Okay. I actually um, really liked, um, I can't remember her name, but the, the mum's character, like I, I thought that she was like, I w- it would have been cool to see a bit more character development because I knew fr- mm. before I saw the film, I knew that she died somehow. But I, 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 for some reason, I thought it was like cancer or something like that. Like, I, I didn't realize that she was just going to get killed by a couple of thugs. Um, and, and also, like, 
I, I love what the MCU is doing with this kind of stuff. Like, they, there's some villains, like, you know, have you seen, uh, wait, are you up to date with the MCU? Um, Somewhat. I, I have, I think, little missing patches here and there, but okay. you've seen <laughs> I have Iron watched No Man, Way right? Home. You've yeah, seen yeah, Iron I've Man. Seen Iron. Okay. So, like, you've got, like, villains like Iron, um, Iron, I think it's Iron Monger or War Monger. Mm. Um, Obadiah Stane, the guy who just wants yes, more money. Obadiah, yeah. And then you've got characters like, um, I don't know, Loki, who's kind of like a psycho- psychopath, but, you know, you, you kind of see him change a bit as well, like through his films. Like the first one, he gets really angry because he's been lied to his whole life and he always saw himself as you know, the second, the second favorite son or whatever. And I mean, it doesn't excuse what he did, but um, it gives you an understanding, like a bit of empathy on why he did it. And then I think the last couple of years, the last few phases, the villains have actually been getting um, like more relatable. Like for example, Vulture in um, Spider-Man um, Far From Home. Um, wait, was this Far From Home or Homecoming? Played by Michael Keaton or Jake Gyllenhaal? Uh, Michael Keaton. Oh no, I think it was, it was Homecoming. Yeah, Spider Man Homecoming. Mm, Homecoming. Vulture. Yeah. Like Vulture. you know, he he's got this contract and it gets taken away from him by Tony Stark, who he thinks is you know too rich for his own good, and he's actually got to feed his family and everything. Like I understand why he you know did those things, and I don't excuse his behavior, but I feel like it's easy to go from oh well, I need to be able to pay for my fam like provide for my family to where like you know the power and all that kind of stuff that comes from being a criminal kind of corrupts you a bit I I think Mm. like it was because even at the end he still has his sort of honor code where he doesn't rat Spider-Man's um you know deep uh like his real name out to the the guys in the prison um and and I think that was what I felt from from is it uh Hugh Wenwu's character um that he's just definitely a psychopath but like through the film you kind of see that um damn what's her name um we need a fact check Alina what was the mum's name again <laughs> uh I think it's Yin Li oh so Yin Li's character was able to sort of um change him from the for the better you know he got rid of his 10 yeah. rings organization and you know, loved his children and everything. And, you know, when she died, he sort of pushed his children away and just wanted revenge and everything. And um, I think it, I, I definitely don't agree with him blaming Shang-Chi for the, for her death. You know, when oh, she, yeah, when not. I think it's at the end when they're fighting at the gate and he's like, you stood, you stood by and did nothing. And it's like, what the hell is a 10 year old kid going to do? Like <laughs> get killed yeah. as well. So many memes. <laughs> Wait, but, what would the meme be? The memes are like, you know, um, Asian expectations. <laughs> <laughs> How could you do nothing? Dad, I was seven. <laughs> Tiger dad. <laughs> yeah, like <that>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but like, it, it definitely was um, it like you, obviously you think of it as a mystical film, like exploring, mm chi and the traditions of china and um you know all that kind of stuff but it's also i think it's subliminal subliminally like a loss a, a film about dealing with loss mm, like yeah, sure. because i don't think that you and we i don't think he actually tries to kill 
Shang-Chi or I think it's He Ling throughout the film. He just tries to, like, he, you see all the chances he gives them to, like, come onto his side. Like, he doesn't try to kill them. He just tries to get them on side. And then, you know, his desperation to get back with the woman that he loves, like, even though they try to tell him that, you know, it's fake and everything, like, you you feel for him as well. Like, he's hearing his wife's voice. He wants to get back to to her, you know, like, and nothing is going to get in the way. Um, I, I thought that was really, I did cry. So, um, but I'm a bit wow, of a sense, really? I'm a bit of a sensitive soul. Yeah. Um, just where he comes back and he finds her like um, just laying there that, that really ripped me apart. And, and then when like Shang-Chi and I think Shang-Chi and Sally Ling or whatever are like put in prison and he sits there and he's like, and then he hears a voice and he's like, I have to do this. And he's like making plans and everything. Like, I don't know. I thought that was really sad. Like, if I ever found like my soulmate and they got ripped away from me and there was a chance to get them back, like, obviously that's not real, <laughs> but I, I mean, you know, it's hard. It would be hard to like not do that. I think it is. it's very hard hitting. And I think Tony Leung's portrayal, like we really feel it as mm. well. And, and then he also still gives his life at the end and, everything as well you know like um and then you also see like the development of the characters as well like shang chi is still like he's been treated like so badly and he went on the run and everything but he's still like a genuine good dude and you only see him at the end where he's like is this what you wanted is this what you made me and like full-on just wailing on his dad and everything and i'm like no shang chi don't kill him don't give in (laughs) (laughs) um i was gonna say something to you before i forget um so Katie's character, I thought she was really cool, um, but she sort of seems like at a bit of a disconnect with her family as well because I think the language barrier and everything, and I feel like mm. Shang Chi connects with them a bit more than Katie does. Um, do, do you feel like that sort of related to your experience when you were filming um, what community means to me? Do you feel like you related to oh, Katie's yeah, definitely. character? I think one of the big triumphs of Shang-Chi was having, you know, an all Asian team um, in in the writing room. I think very much the Asian American influence in there, you can really see it, even just the little details of, I remember in those KD family scenes, like they had a little shot where Sean takes off his shoes um, before entering the house. Like it's just such Mm. a thing that like blink and you miss it, but all of us that are kind of in that um diaspora we recognize it immediately and it gives us a sense of um belonging i think yeah. definitely seeing that represented it's just funny too because like sure uh shang chi can re- like talk to them in mandarin and she can't <laughs> <laughs> yep yep what are they relatable. saying <laughs> <laughs> i think she understands a little bit there's a few scenes where she kind of like they'll say something and then she's like, mm. like, I think when the, what's his name? Bo, Bo Hang or something, the, the leader of the elder of the Talo, he like, oh, he, says Guang, to her, Guang Bo. Guang mm-hmm. Bo, he, he says to like aim for the throat and she does it. So she must be able to yeah, understand somehow understand a bit, but yeah. Yeah. It was kind of funny that like, I liked, he, I liked seeing like, like, you know how we're talking about friendships. I like seeing um, Katie played by Aquafina and Shang-Chi's friendship oh then there's like the scene where they're like when are you gonna get married or something the grandmother oh yeah yeah. 
And then at the end, like she's laying her head on his shoulder, but it's like, you know, purely platonic. Mm, Like you don't mm. see, you don't think of them like. And it's funny when seeing them like doing the karaoke with uh, Wong from Doctor Strange. I know they're so good. Like I, like I, you know how it's like, you have to stay back like for the post, like you have to like not skip the ending credits. It's like, it's like I'm watching on Disney Plus. <laughs> remote, fast forward. <laughs> it's such a good throwback to like when they were doing karaoke after like their valet yeah. job. Oh yeah, uh, so we should be responsible adults because we start at seven a.m. tomorrow. But <laughs> <laughs> and then he wakes up in the morning, okay. he's like fully doing push-ups and stuff, and I'm like, how, dude? <laughs> he's a strong chick. He's too good. <laughs> I'd, I'd be dead the next day, like you know. <laughs> So Denise, you know how you worked on the movie? Um, mm-hmm. Did you get to work with the director Destin Daniel Cretton, or did you work with like the second unit, or how did it go about? Like, right. how, how does it work as when you're like in that world? Oh yeah, like yes. who's your supervisor? Uh, I guess my supervisor was like a specific assistant director. Um, but then again, I think all the ADs, they're all kind of running around helping everything. <laughs> so mm. um, at times, like, I think when I was actually like, you know, being act- activated, <laughs> I don't know what word to use, being on the scene and they're like directing me to move around. Sometimes it would be Destin telling me where to stand. Sometimes cool. it would be um, Jeff, who was the first AD. Uh, sometimes it would also be Bill Pope, who was the um, cinematographer. And so I think, yeah, it was really cool because I think I remember looking them up on IMDb and kind of like being like, oh my God, these are the rock stars. Like, holy crap, they've worked on. Is your name, is your name in the end credits of the movie? (laughs) Unfortunately not. I think um, it it really depends what contract you have and whether, because I think that the main stand-ins, like the stand-ins for Shang-Chi, Katie, um, Zhaoling and... um, when Wu, they, they all were like on a contracted basis. So then they they had uh, credits in the end. But hey, that doesn't even matter. I feel like I'm just so, um, you know, fortunate and honored to have been part of the whole experience. It's just like, so. okay, yes, I'm not in the end credits, but he's this pixelated um, Literally. image of me. <laughs> I, I am I am there. <laughs> Can you recognize yourself if you watch, when you watch the movie? Funnily enough, I did actually find the drone shot they used that I know that I was in, and I found the group of pixels, and I've circled that. <laughs> well, have you seen Have you seen Andy's Instagram? He's, like, compiled yes. a list of it. Yeah, and like, it's amazing. And then I was watching it the other day, and he's, like, texting me the whole time, being like, have you seen me yet? I'm like, I didn't really pause it that much. And he's like, you got to go back. you got to go back. Like, I said, oh, my God. But is Andy, is Andy in Shang-Chi as well? Yeah, so he was a Talo villager, I think. Um, yes, he was. I think he's he's in a couple of scenes. There's the one where he's like standing next to the lion thing, and then also the um the scene at the end with the what what's that called with the um the boat, the little boats, and oh, the that candles, lanterns, the, the lanterns, yeah, the lanterns, boat, yeah, boat. I said boat. <laughs> um, yeah, but I feel like. Uh, you're right like if 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 I was ever in a movie like Shang-Chi like I'd be bragging about it 24-7 yeah like so I I get Andy you know like I was bragging about being in a small Asian Australian like short film so and I got like three seconds of like 
screen time. So if you got to be like in the background of the Mandalorian, like oh my lord, stop oh my lord, I just want to be. I want to be. I want to be killed by Luke Skywalker or something like. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and, then, so and then and then and then and then I would be kicked off yet because like. I would like I would be supposed to be killed by Luke Skywalker, but then in my head I've got like a dream of me suddenly force pushing him out of the blue or something, and then <laughs> being like, oh, you know, sudden twist, and John Favreau is like, you're never working with us ever again, and I'm like, no. <laughs> you know, um, have you heard of Ronnie Chen, the Shang oh, yes, comedian? Definitely. He's in the he's in the Shang Chi as the John John, the guy oh, who in Macau, mm-hmm. like you know, in the fighting. Arena mm. and he's like recruiting um Shang Chi to the fire. I thought that was a really cool scene. I was like, oh my god, like it's so cool seeing like Aussies on the big screen. Yeah, no, it's really cool. And he's he's Malaysian as well, so I think it's like, oh. I think it was cool too to see the um the mystical elements. Like I was chatting with you off air with about it, Denise, where mm. I was like the sort of subtle connections to um you know uh Khan Lan from the MCU iron fist show and i think um there was um i don't think it's been confirmed but i think in the mc or not the mcu but the marvel universe there's like seven mystical realms that are like the seven realms of heaven or something Mm. so there's like a theory going on around that talo and kanlan are both two of the heaven things um but also like you know there's both dragons in both villages and stuff there's shallow and the great protector so like these subtle differences but i i think like um it's cool to see like the mystical elements as well like not quite magic but sort of like magic as well like you don't really under you don't really sort of get a lot of um description on like how is it Jing Nin gets her powers or any of them get their powers really? It's just kind of very subtle, but I think maybe they might explore that sort of in upcoming films. I'm sure they're going to make a sequel. Oh, that, oh yeah, yeah. I think already it's been confirmed that they're it's in the works. Yeah. <laughs> Fingers crossed they come back to Sydney to film, but <laughs> never know. It was so cool seeing like the end credits and it said like Sydney post-production New South Wales, South Australia, Queensland. Yeah. I was like, yeah, boy, all these <laughs> Do you think that um I I thought I swear when I watched the trailer I swear that there was a scene where uh, when we fought Jing Nin Jung Jung Nin mm. I swear there was a scene that they fought but like they must have replaced that with the scene where he fights um the the mum oh, I swear wow. I saw like I swear the auntie fought fought him yeah I mean like, I I, I... I don't think I could say what the scenes were, but I, I do remember there were a lot of scenes that were cut. So, oh, right, okay. and I think it has been publicly said anyway that I think that they cut out like half an hour of footage. Oh, oh my so God. So, release the cretin. Yeah, we need the director's <laughs> cut. Yeah, I mean, that, that stuff does happen now. Like, how long were people mm. clamoring for Zack Snyder's Justice League? Yeah. And oh, my gosh. We eventually got it and we're like, what the hell was that monstrosity that. Exactly. Josh Whedon like directed <laughs> patched together because <laughs> <laughs> I mean it was really good and seeing like how scary Dark Seed is and you're like fully oh, getting like fantastic. Thanos vibes and yeah like, isn't it crazy how much editing can affect like a story like mm. how, how, how crazy is it like when scenes are cut or when they're added in different places how much it affects like the overall story it's wild I was actually scared when I saw that I was like oh my god he just killed his own uncle like 
he squashed his head like a tomato. <laughs> <laughs> GG. <laughs> you dead. <laughs> GG, well played. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like I think I think I think I'm really like I don't know how to describe it, but I think it's just so cool like seeing Aquafina's like slow rise. Like she started off making like parody like music videos on YouTube and like got popularity of that. She's also like a rapper and like a musician. Is she a rapper? Oh yeah. I think yeah, like, she's yeah, a rapper. She is. Yeah. Really? And then like she, she and yeah. now she like then she started off doing like minor roles in like Crazy Rich Asians and then Ocean's Eight as well. With the whole like female gang of like Rihanna, Mindy Carly, Kate Blanchett, um, Sandra Bullock. Like, I really want to see. Um, apparently, one of her best films is his movie called The Farewell. The Farewell. Oh yeah, you. I, yeah, I, I haven't have actually seen The Farewell, Denise. Yeah, yeah she's so that. good. It's so good. I love The Farewell. It's so good. Like it's just so different seeing her. Like she's like you're so seeing you're so used to seeing her in like a comedic role, and then she played this dramatic role so well. Mm. I, and I then, thought, and then she, yeah. I thought she was such a good character in Shang Chi because she was like, she just to- took everything like at face value. Like you know, when you see some characters like uh, Pepper Potts when she's like screaming and running and re- yelling the entire movie, like Tony, ah, I don't know how to do this, and ah, like, Ugh. and then Katie, she's like, Shan, Shan Chi, Shan Chi, Shan Chi, Shan Chi. <laughs> <laughs> But she takes it like she's like, who are who the hell are you? And then and she's, she's like, also all right, like, gotta hop into the bus. On. She's created this, yeah. Well, just like the scene where she hops into the bus, like driver chair, and then it's like she's nearly like smashing into cars and being like absolutely killed, and she's just like, like just yanks on the steering wheel, and I'm like, I would have just like frozen and probably died. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like, love how fearless she is in the in, I love how fearless Katie is like my favorite scene would be the boss like scene when Shang-Chi's like fighting all the assassins and then she's just driving the bus and then it just reminds me of the movie Speed with um Keanu Reeves mm, and Sandra Bullock mm-hmm. and then like at the end when she's fully like rammed in all the cars and then the garbage truck next to her and she's like hey like sorry <laughs> <laughs> or when she's like when when um shang chi's like oh when i give the signal like do a really hard right and she's like what's the signal and he's like just trying to like dodge razor fist <laughs> and then he's like pulls it's on like the, pressing the button and it's like stop, next please. Yeah. Yeah. it would have been the worst time for like the bus like stop button not to work hey <laughs> oh god we have a very different story <laughs> Okay, um, so um, what would you um, rate, like, your favourite scene um, in Shang-Chi, Denise? Oh, gosh. My favourite scene. That's, that's a hard one, I think, actually. But I, I really did enjoy... Um, gosh, what did I enjoy? I really enjoyed when um, Shang-Chi and Xiaoling reunite for the first time. And he's she just kicks like, his ass. yeah, she kicks his <laughs> ass. He's just like, wait, can't we talk about this? She's just like, no, nah. <laughs> she wants to get payback. And then I loved how that was, you know, cut interspersed with all the flashbacks of their childhood. Cause I felt like oh. they really added so much heart and you could really feel this, you know, this pain brother and sister um, just, you know, separated and finally reunited. And there's so much pain there <laughs> I, I thought it was like kind of sad for him because she's like oh you abandoned me and you didn't come back but it's like he left because he wanted a new life but he also left his sister behind too so it's really like it was re- really tough whatever decision mm, you ended up yeah, making that's right. like it's not a good situation yeah. 
I feel like my favorite scenes were the ones where um I mean obviously I love Simu, but my favorite scenes were actually the ones where uh Hu and Wu and what's your name again? The the mom. Oh fuck yeah, um I forgot the Ying Li. Y- Ying Li. I Ying thought Li. Zhu and Wu and Ying Li, like when they meet and they fall in love, I, th- I thought that that was my favorite scene, actually. So nice. I don't know if I was expecting it to be a ro- romantic the... drama. <laughs> but like, I feel <laughs> like all they're the, like traditional music and the green yeah, tea. And the sort of like the air manipulation and all the chi and stuff. And, you know, he's trying to overwhelm her and she's kind of like, just deflecting it. It kind of reminded me of Ip Man, where he never mm. uses like offense. He's always yeah. on defense, but using their like it's kind of like um maybe Hapkido in a way, like using their momentum against like judo as Yeah, well. I think that's what Wing Chun is using. Yeah, using their strength. momentum against them and and also like it's it's kind of weird, but like their fight is kind of like it's kind of like flirting in a way like they're smiling at each other when they get one up on each other oh, and sure. and I was like oh that's cute like <laughs> dodged an uppercut there <laughs> I'm watching <laughs> and all the slow-mo <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah what about you Helena what was what were your favorite um what was your favorite scene uh I think for me I think seeing the scenes between um Katie and Shang like they're working together at like the valet parking like I just I liked how they have combined like comedic elements as well as like serious elements to it. Like like how he's like doing push ups in his house and then like he thought that he was driving that red car, but then it was oh, actually yeah. like the customers and then like Katie fully drives it as well. No, <laughs> we can't take careful. the history spin. <laughs> but I think my favorite thing would be the bus. Um the bus, like yeah, all the, the, the assassins fight like Shang-Chi fighting like all the assassins on the bus and then that fan like streaming on his phone and Shang saying like, "Oh, go to the front! Like, we're gonna break!" <laughs> and then like the bus bringing in half, and like just having the funny elements as well as like the really cool action sequences. I think that was so cool. But I think also like so, there's so many cool family elements as well. Like, mm, like yeah. I like seeing like like you said like all the relationships between the family and like combining it with the flashbacks, and mm. then like going to the Talo and then and then like that. What what's that little animal again? That, that was, like a chicken. Yeah, oh and then, yeah. Like, didn't have a <laughs> faceless face. thing. Yeah. There's like so many cool things in there. And Trevor Slattery just some suddenly comes pops up again. Like it's a performance. Now come and lie down next to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, He's, oh that was funny. Eyes actually, and I think all the shout out, like all the flash, or also like the scene where they meet John. Is it John John? And um, there's so many like flashbacks. Well, not flashbacks, but um links to the other mcu films mm, there's like the black eggs. the black widow woman is in there and then abomination and mm-hmm. wong are fighting and um i think there was like someone with the extremist virus as well like um like it was just like oh wow this is like a combination of all of them and also the end of the there's so many questions at the end how did the hulk get back into bruce banner because the last time we see him is at the end of Endgame. He's got the broken arm because he's been merged as the Hulk and Banner. And then oh. at the end, he's Banner again with still with a broken arm. Gosh, well. So how does Shang-Chi fit into the timeline? Because Wong is from Doctor Strange and then somehow Captain Marvel's there soon. So I, I think, I think it's it after. I think it's after because I, mem- I remember they mentioned the blip. They said something like, oh, was it like... um. 
They said something I like. I think you need um, like a whole encyclopedia for Marvel. It's just I know. So well, I mean, Andy Ty also has a series of books, Phase One, Two, and Three, the Marvel Synergy. <laughs> you better start sponsoring us, Andy. <laughs> They're available on Amazon. <laughs> um, but and available yeah. to buy at Fairfield City Open Libraries. <laughs> but I th- no, there was a scene. There was a scene where they mentioned something like um, time, like five years can drop by without a beep or something like that. Like, can't remember the exact <laughs> scene, but. I think they mentioned that and mm. it would it would probably be after for sure because um well I mean there's so many questions too. After like, endgame. What yeah, I think it's after endgame. The only one that was inside the Marvel movies that came out recently, I believe, was um was Black Widow, because I think that was inside that was between because obviously she dies in Infinity War, so I think that's between um, Captain America Civil War and then Infinity War. Uh, I think that's how it fits in. And then Eternals was definitely after because I remember Kit Harrington's character being like, why didn't you intervene when Thanos was here? They would have been clapped by Thanos anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Thanos Thanos was overwhelming everyone. They wouldn't have been able to do anything. And imagine the Eternals were blipped. Like... (laughs) Because they were on Earth, so they really, they really probably. I haven't seen the Eternals. Have you seen the Eternals, Denise? Not yet, no. Oh dear. Okay. Is it it worth seeing? Oh no, I just spoiled some of the scenes. Oh, that's fine. I've I've had a few spoilers already, but. (laughs) No, it's it's pretty good. I feel like the movie, The Saving Grace, is definitely Gemma Chan's character. Mm. Um, and and she's a wonderful actress as well. I don't know. Um, I was I was looking at her IMDb afterwards. She's like, I swear I've seen her from something, and she was in IT Crowd as like a, as a seductive woman. Have you seen the IT Crowd? No, no, but I've heard of. Oh, it. she's a seductive woman. She doesn't even have a name in it. But <laughs> the funny thing is, actually, is that um, Benedict Wong, who plays Wong, he was in that same scene in that same episode of the IT Crowd. Oh. So, you know, small world, like <laughs> there you go. How everyone ends up in MCU, like is somehow on British television. <laughs> <laughs> All right, awesome. Um and so, so would you like to do a rating? I would say 9.5. Oh wow. Yeah. Nice. Co- pretty close up there with Endgame and um my favorite MCU movies Winter Soldier, but I think Thor Ragnarok Endgame and Shang-Chi or about a 9 or 9.5 for me. Mm. What about you, Denise? Oh, it's a hard one. It's a hard one. Are um, you biased though? You work yeah, on Yeah, that's so. it. I feel like I, I am biased, but at the same time, I'm trying to put on a critical hat. Um, <laughs> I think I would give it um, a 8.5 out of 10. Okay, okay that's wise. Good yeah. I'll just make sure we'll just make sure we release this after Shang-Chi 2 is filmed so you don't get somehow kicked off the production. <laughs> oh, no, it's all subjective. <laughs> no, eight and a half is still pretty high. <laughs> all right, you, Helena. Uh, I think I would give it eight and a half wise out of ten as well. Okay. Yeah, so still pretty high. Like, it's a pretty good film. And I think it was highly rated too. Like, it wasn't as bad as Thor the Dark World. I mean, that's the one we all judge. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So um, 
if you want to find out more about Denise, um, you can go to... Oh, do you just want to say, like, where we can watch, where the listeners can watch? Oh, yeah, so you can watch Shang-Chi on Disney+. Plus. Um, So if you've got that, um, or you can get it on DVD, um, you know, your local retailers like JB Hi-Fi or Big W or wherever you buy DVDs now. I don't really... I haven't bought a DVD in ages. So thanks so much for joining us, Denise. Um, if you want to find out more about Denise, you can visit her website at www.denisechan.com.au. I'm sure she's um, happy for any work you might throw her way. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> um, and are there, is there anywhere, anywhere else we can find you, Denise, like social yeah. media? Yeah, social media. I think my um, my username and Facebook page, like Instagram, is all Denny J. Chan, as well as my YouTube um, and my podcast is called Find Your Thread. You can find that on Spotify. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Thank you guys so much for having me on. It was so much fun. Thanks so much, guys. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Our page is X First Y Podcast. Um, photo of me and Audrey. Um, and you can listen to the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. And um, we've got a new episode coming soon. So thanks everyone for coming and listening. Your light is very near